Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Use of condition code 42 on Medicare claims is not always easy, but the required documentation to support the use of CC42 is not easy either. To help us understand more about condition code 42 and its appropriate uses, I'm joined by Mary Devine, who is the director of our revenue cycle team here at Bessler. Mary, welcome back to the podcast. Mike, thanks for having me. I think condition code is a really hot topic to be talking about today. Couldn't agree more. Um, and for those in our audience who are not familiar with what condition code 42 is, could you just talk to us about that a little bit and, and when a provider should be using it um, as well? Sure. So, um, you know, Medicare defines it really well in, in the MedLearn Matter SEO 801. The condition code 42 is used to indicate the home care continuing care post-discharge. And it really further um, says that it is not related to the condition or the diagnosis of why the patient was admitted to the hospital. And again, just to further clarify, a patient being discharged to home care that is unrelated to the reason the patient was admitted to the hospital, a discharge status code of 06 needs to be on the claim when it is billed to Medicare, and um, you would then um, append the condition code 42. Um, and that lets Medicare know the patient is, you know, you recognize the patient is in a home health span, but the care that they're going to receive post-discharge is unrelated um, to the reason they were in the hospital, and the provider, should it be impacted by the rule, is due the full DRG and not that per diem payment you would get with a discharge status code of 06. Okay. Um, Mary, does CMS have a clear definition of, of related, as you said, and, and how is that determined and documented? You know, I think that their um, stance on um, what is the definition of related is, is somewhat clear, but, you know, always open for interpretation. And their definition of related means that was it, in fact, um, when the doctor discharges the patient, is the patient going to receive home care that has that is related to the condition or the diagnosis at time of discharge? Um, and really, where they're not clear is how you um, absolutely define that. Um, and CMS does further go on to say that um, the hospital will make a conscious selection that the home care the patient is to receive is not related to the hospitalization and would be expected to have documentation in the patient's record to that effect. And if that's the case that it is not related, the condition code would be appended to the claim. Um, but what they're not sure of is really how you make that related or not. Do you line up diagnosis codes? And that's where the real interpretation comes into play. Yeah, it's certainly been cause for some confusion uh, among hospitals. Mary, um, how should hospitals correctly use condition code 42? Um, in, again, Medicare is certainly clear on this, that hospitals are responsible for deciding whether the home care received post-discharge is related to the diagnosis or the condition accountable for the hospital's admission. 
Um, and if any of the uh, post-discharge services noted in the discharge plan are related to the reason for admission, and, and I think they even go as far to say the primary diagnosis, then the condition code 42 uh, would be appended to the discharge status of 06. Mary, is CC42 one of the discharge status codes impacted by the transfer rule? Um, you know, it, and that's, there's a, it is, but it isn't. So when you talk about the, the uh, transfer rule, you know, the transfer rule is specific to discharge statuses and specific to, um, at this point in time in 2019, it's about 280 DRGs. So, um, when you apply a discharge status code of 06 and it is below the geometric mean length of stay and it is, um, one of the 280 DRGs, when you apply the discharge status code of 06 indicating that the patient is going to go off and receive home care, it would then become impacted by the rule and the provider would receive their per diem payment. When you append that condition code 42 stating that the, the post-acute services are unrelated to the hospital admission, well then, then on that same 280 DRGs below the geometric mean length of stay, that says to Medicare, although I am receiving post-acute services, they are unrelated to why the patient was in the hospital and um, I am due the full DRG. Um, and really what we're speaking about here are patients that are in a home health episode prior to being admitted to the hospital, um, it certainly could apply to home care that starts post-discharge, but more than likely, those are really related to why the patient was in the hospital, but it's those patients that are in a span prior to being admitted to the hospital. So again, when you apply that condition code 42, you're saying to Medicare, hey, Medicare, these, these services are not related to my hospital admission. Please pay me the full DRG. And that's why there continues to be um, a focus on the condition code 42 and the use of it because um, Medicare is paying more money than if it was just a regular discharge status code of 06. Mary, we know that um, condition code 42 is on the OIG risk area. Has there been any audits um, that you're aware of? And, and if so, what, were the, what are the results of those audits? You know, there was talk that the RAC would be focusing on this. And um, I have not seen any RAC involvement at this point in time. But what I have read and am fully aware of is that the OIG has begun to review hospital claims at risk for noncompliance to include the inpatient claims with unreported discharges to home health uh, services. And the audit specifically reviewed the use of CC42. This included whether the 42 was on the claim or not on the claim. So potentially um, the provider billed an 06 but should have had a 42 on there and they didn't or they billed it as um, an 06 and they had the 42 on there and they shouldn't have. So it, it just depends and they're looking at both aspects of it. And um, the way they went about doing the audit was that they used the hospital claims data and the home health claims data to determine if the home care was re received and related. And it's funny because Medicare never intended that for the relatedness to rely solely 
on the primary diagnosis codes or other diagnosis codes, but when the OIG went about the audit, that is exactly what they relied on. They relied on the home health diagnosis codes and the hospital diagnosis codes. And what they found was that um, of, you know, on average of all the audits that they did, there was an error rate of about 13%, and 82% of the claims were overpaid. So that means that the claim was either billed an 01 stating the patient did not receive home care, or they billed an 06 and put the condition code 42 on there, and when Medicare reviewed the home health data compared to the hospital data, they in fact found the care related and they uh, stated that it was overpaid. And then um, additionally, about 18% of them were in fact underpaid. So these were claims that were billed with a discharge status code to an 06, and they should have had um, a condition code 42 on there because when Medicare lined up the diagnosis codes for both the home health and the hospital, the care was determined to be unrelated. Um, and Micah did just want to mention uh, quickly that uh, the providers, of course, did not uh, um, agree with all the hospital's findings and found that some of the claims that they marked as related, they found them to be unrelated. And the reasons that they were stating were, um, that the condition code 42 was um, on the claim was due to either the physician did not ever mention home care in the chart um, or one of the providers actually mentioned that because the home care was started before the, the patient went into the hospital, it could never be related, and neither of those cases will um, really support the unrelated care. Mary, do you have any recommendations on the use of CC42? You know, when providers consider the use of the condition code 42, um, it is important and required by CMS uh, that you, you do use it, because if you don't use it, they audit on that equally. So um, you just have to be aware of um, how you're using it and why you're using it. Uh, CMS does not require you to review, as I mentioned above, they do not require you to review diagnosis codes um, from the home health chart, but understand the needs of the patient at time of service and at time of discharge. And if the reason for admission or condition of the patient requires services post-discharge, obviously the care is related and you should never append that condition code 42. If it is found that the post-acute services have nothing to do with why the patient was in the hospital, and I'll use the example of the patient is at home being monitored for uh, diabetic management, and the patient is admitted for pneumonia, and there's no services required for that pneumonia post-discharge, but they go home and continue to receive diabetic management. Well, that that right there would be an example of the condition code 42. And the the key there is to make sure that the physician or the case management notes that in the medical record. Um, and just as a recommendation, I encourage providers to review their use of condition code 42 and, perfor and perform audits on that. Um, and this should include reviewing case management notes as well as physician notes. Okay. Uh, any recommendations related to retrospective transfer reviews? You know what, that's um, really a kind of a great question and um, really something to think about. When you think about um, the post-acute transfer rule and the, and the retrospective review, you know, Medicare says the, the physician should 
make the decision at time of discharge whether the patient is um, needing the home services or whether they're related or not. So you really want to be careful when you are making that decision retrospectively. And that's not to say that you can't. Again, you know, you should make sure that if you're, um, whether you do it internally or use a vendor, that they are reviewing, reviewing the documentation in the chart as well as speaking with the home health agent to, de to determine why the home health agency determined that they were going to see that patient and then make a decision based on that both um, with a combined effort of the conversation with the home health agency and the review of the documentation. And if it is stated in the chart that the care was related, that is what you have to go with. It does not matter what the home health agency says. Um, but certainly, the proper use of it and, and going through those steps, you know, just to ensure that you are getting every piece of reimbursement that you're due is important. Mary, thanks for stopping by today and providing some clarification on this rather complex issue. Thank you for having me. If you enjoy the Hospital Finance Podcast, please head up to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a positive review. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.